welcome back guys to the new and improved podcast with your girl Brianna Callis self-love overflow we're here I believe that in order for you to find your purpose you have to love yourself first gotta love yourself first and in order to do that you have to change your thinking it all starts in your mind so let's hop into this episode what's going on y'all so your girl is back I feel so much better um I feel good (laughs) I feel really good God has really been moving he's really been working on me um and as you can see this is not female of influence anymore um I loved female of influence but you have to understand when God is calling you to something and when you're doing things that God never called you to. And I found myself really pushing. And this is just me being honest with you guys. I found myself really pushing um, to do something with female of influence, but I could never tell anybody what it was. I could never tell um, myself exactly what it is that I was going to be doing in female of influence. I know that I'm a motivator. I'm an encourager. I know that those are um, attributes of myself, but I didn't really understand how God wanted me to put it together to give it to you guys. Um, And even at the end of recording the first season, it just became kind of difficult for me to feel like a female of influence. I am still a female of influence, but um, I believe that God is calling me to greater. And he just really, really worked on some things work helped me work through some things you know um within therapy I got in my word um in a way that I've never gotten in my word man I I prayed like I've never prayed before um and he's just been blessing me he's just been blessing me blessing my family members blessing my friends and just continuously giving me insight on what it is that Um, he wants me to do so no this is no longer the female of influence podcast guys this is the self-love overflow podcast and when I tell you guys that this is my baby like y'all are gonna see some amazing things with this um some amazing things with this but I'm going to take my time because that was something else that I did wrong um, with female of influence, I was rushing everything. I wanted to make sure I, I wanted to put on this facade. F- f- what is it? Facade? Facade? No, I said it all wrong. I wanted to put on this. Um, this. What did I just say? <laughs> this facade. 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 Right. Yeah. I wanted to put on this facade for people um, to make people think that I really was doing a lot, and I was. I was pretty much doing a lot of quote unquote busy work, but I wasn't getting anything done. Um, and it was me. It wasn't my brand of female influence. It was me. It was me. It was me not being guided by God. Um, you could still encourage people in a mess. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I felt like I was surrounded by. And female influence started to become or feel like a burden for me. And so, um, during my hiatus, I just really seeked God and here we are with self love overflow and here, Um, With self-love overflow, this is going to be a movement. It is essentially going to be um, a business for me um, as well um, of just motivating people in general, not just women, but men too, 
to learn how to truly, authentically, unapologetically love yourself. Um, And honestly, you can't do anything until you love yourself. You know, the Bible talks about um, loving God and loving your neighbor as you love yourself as the first commandments, the first most important commandments um, that you can have. And in order for you to love other people, you have to love yourself. And it's not necessarily in a particular order. Of course, you love God, but you love God better when you love when you learn to love yourself. You know, and I've been learning that. And I think that self-love is something that everybody struggles with in a, in a sense or in a season of their life. And I knew um, when the Holy Spirit let me know that this is what I was supposed to be pursuing, that um, that this was it that people need to learn how to love themselves better, to love themselves the right way. And it's so much more than self-maintenance of the outward appearance. Um, I learned that self-love begins with your thought process. And so I'm super excited to present um, everything that I have to you. I want to let you guys know that this podcast is not... um, I'm not going to be posting a podcast every week. Um, They'll probably be sporadic. I got really overwhelmed trying to produce podcasts every week with Female of Influence, so I will not be doing that to myself again. Um, That's an attribute of (laughs) self-love. But um, I'm not going to be doing that again. These are going to be sporadic. So today's podcast is super sporadic, but I had to get this message to you because it just really, really blessed me when I read it. Um, And today we're going to be talking about being covenant-minded changing your thinking, um, learning how to think better, to speak better to yourself, about yourself, and about your situation. So um, let's hop into it. I think that was all of my little announcements. Um, Self-love overflow. I'm excited. I hope that y'all are excited. I know y'all are probably like, oh my gosh, she stays starting and stopping stuff. I'm still learning too, guys. Um, I'm still learning to God is still working on me. I've always been a very indecisive person. I'm trying to come out of that. Um, I'm trying to come out of that. I'm trying to stop that. And I'm trying to heed, um, God's will, God's word for my life. Um, I'm trying to heed the Holy Spirit. And so I was, I felt led to release this surprise podcast for you guys, um, with the relaunch of, self-love overflow um female of influence it's not completely gone but um yes you'll probably see it pop up every now and then here and there um but whatever wherever the lord takes me you know wherever the lord takes me with that but now guys it's self-love overflow and i hope that this surprise episode blesses you so much um so yeah let's get into the meat of this podcast What's up, y'all? So today's topic is being covenant-minded. And um, what covenant being covenant-minded means is that we have a covenant with God. Um, the covenant is the word of God, and it is also the will of God. Um, all of those are intertwined, you know. So if you have a covenant, then you have the word of God, and then you have the will of God, okay? So I took um, the text that I'm referencing today is uh, Matthew chapter 12, starting with verse 28. 
Um, and it says, if I drive out demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. How can someone enter a strong man's house and steal his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Anyone who is not with me is against me, and anyone who does not gather with me scatters. Oh my gosh, such a powerful text. Um, and so I just wanted to come on really quick just to talk about it just a little bit. I wanted to break it down for you guys because I think that so many people suffer um, in the area of their thoughts. I'm one of them. Um, I tend to overthink things. Um, too much and I'm definitely one of those people who allow Satan to come in and steal my thoughts you know take my thoughts and I know that that sounds crazy but we all do that um we everybody does that subconsciously consciously at some point in your life Satan has overtaken your thoughts and it doesn't have to be something as serious as oh I'm going to kill myself I'm thinking about killing myself no, it can be something as simple as, oh, I'm never going to get ahead in life. Or, oh my gosh, every time I take one step forward, I take 10 steps backwards. Like, those are negative thoughts. And so essentially what this verse is saying, it's saying that if God drives out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So when you are born again, and when you call on the name of Jesus, Jesus will drive out demonic forces from your life, from your thought process, from your heart. And he will give you the Holy Spirit and he will place the kingdom inside of you. What does that mean? That means that you have everything that you need because everything that you need is in the kingdom of God. And so every answer that you need is in the kingdom, is in the word, is in the covenant that you have with God. It's a binding agreement. The word of God is a binding agreement. So when you are in situations that look bleak, when you are in situations that look like, Oh my gosh, I'll never be able to get out of these situations. You have to know how to get in your word, how to go back to your contract, your covenant with God, and figure out what God says about that situation. Okay, I don't have enough groceries, or I can't make groceries this week. Okay, God, wait a minute. I'm covet, I'm covenant-minded. Okay, my finances are covetless, which means that I'm bigger than my finances. I'm bigger than my bank account. I'm bigger than my current situation. I'm bigger than this terrible relationship that I'm in. I'm bigger than this sickness that doctors are trying to diagnose me, diagnose me with. I have a covenant with God. Your covenant says that you will provide all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Your covenant says that I am healed by your stripes. You have to learn how to go back to the word of God. So that's what that means. When you seek God, God will drive out these demonic forces, these demonic evil thoughts from your mind and he will place the kingdom inside of you the holy spirit and all you have to do is seek him in his word in his will in his covenant to make sure to get whatever it is that you need in whatever situation that you are in okay so then it says how can someone enter a strong man's house and steal his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man okay so you're in a situation that looks like everything is failing it looks like everything is falling it looks like everything is nothing is going right you know in your life in this moment and you have to go back and you have to think okay how did I get to this place how did I get to a place of Satan just kind of destroying everything around me well one that's what Satan was 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 he that's what he's here to do um he is our adversary he is here to kill steal and destroy so when it looks like that when it looks like you're wreaking havoc 
I encourage you, or there's havoc being wreaked in your life, I encourage you to go back and think about your thoughts because essentially everything starts with the thought. Essentially, everything starts with the thought, and that's how Satan can come into your home. Your home is your mind. Your home is your body. Your home is your spirit. That's how Satan can come in and and, and steal from you, steal your joy, steal your finances, steal your happiness, steal your love because of your thoughts. He ties your thoughts up first. Listen to that verse. How can someone enter a strong man's house when you have the kingdom of God in you? You are strong. When you have the spirit of the Lord in you, you are strong. How can someone, how can Satan enter a strong man's house and steal his possessions unless he ties, first ties him up? Satan ties us up in our mind. That's the only, all Satan does is gives us thoughts, y'all. That's it. He don't do nothing else. He doesn't do anything else. My grammar is terrible, but... (laughs) He doesn't do anything else. All he does is gives us a thought and then we make the decision or the determination to either cast that thought down or to bring that thought into fruition. Once we dwell on a certain thought for a certain period of time, that thought then gets in our heart. And you know what happens? It becomes an action. It it starts showing in action. Satan starts in your mind. That is how he can come into your household and destroy everything. That is why families are being destroyed. That is why it seems like you will never have no money in the bank. That's why it seems like you just can't find the perfect spouse, the perfect relationship. Because Satan has overtaken your thoughts and he's got you tied up in your mind. So because he has you tied up in your mind, you don't have the ability to be able to break free from situations that you're in because your thoughts are running everything. Because you've now dwelled on something and you didn't cast it down, realizing that it didn't align with the covenant that you have with God. And so you have to be mindful of what you're thinking and you have to learn how to cast out thoughts immediately when they come into your head. Essentially, that's literally all depression is, you know, um, as you all know, I had taken that little break, that little hiatus because I was dealing with postpartum depression, but it was what I was allowing to stay in my mind. And then it got in my heart and then it started showing within my actions, which is how I then realized, oh my gosh, I'm feeling depressed. And that's what it is. People not casting down negative, evil thoughts before they get into their heart. Like you have to cast down these thoughts immediately because that is how Satan is going to take you out, your family out. And, and, and Satan doesn't care. He's going to destroy everything around you. He'll use your kids. He'll use your spouse. He'll use your friends. He'll use your job. He will use whatever he can to take you down. That's why you have to be sure that you don't attach your emotions to every situation or to every little thing that people say to you. And the only reason that I can say this is because that's me. I had a huge issue with playing the victim and I still struggle with it because I've done it for so long. I had a huge issue with playing victim and in my mind, I was always a victim. Now, I never actually thought like I'm a victim, but even in the smallest situation, subconsciously, I would take on this persona um, of being a victim, and it, and it was because of what I was thinking. Um, and so, not only that, but I was attaching my emotions to everything anybody said, so I was irritable. Um, anything that anybody said to me just blew me. It just got on my nerves. And so, because of that, It began to show in my actions, in my mood, you know, how I spoke to people, how I treated people. 
it, it, and it all came down to me taking my thoughts back taking my thoughts back so the next verse says anyone who is not with me is against me and anyone who does not gather with me scatters what's what that's what that is saying is okay no you're probably not consciously fighting against God but when you do not have his word on your mind when you don't know how to cast down negative thoughts and Satan's thoughts um your and your own negative thoughts prior to them getting into your heart then you essentially are working against the will of God remember what I said at the beginning the covenant the word and the will they're all the same thing it's your bible y'all it's your bible (laughs) this is your covenant this is your contract with God everything that God has promised you is in here everything that you need is in here everything that you want and desire is in here the answer to any questions that you may have about your life is in this word, in this contract, in this covenant, in his will for your life. And when you are not with him, you are against him. When you are not covenant-minded, when you don't know how to cast down these thoughts, you are fighting against the will of God. You are against God. And one thing that you have to know and understand is God is big. You are never going to win a battle against God. So you might as well join him. Might as well join them. Oh, like y'all, this verse. If you have a chance, I need y'all to go read this. This thing really spoke to me because um, for so long, you know, one thing that I have been learning, I've been in therapy um, and I've just really been seeking self, which is something that um, I just never did. You know, I never really, I always thought that I was self-loving myself but it's so much more than going to get my nails my toes done keeping my hair done being beautiful like it's so much more than that um self-love self-value seeking self and I realized that it was a thought a thought issue that I had um and it was um me allowing certain thoughts to manifest in my mind that essentially got into my heart that essentially became my actions that essentially became habitual actions and habitual thoughts And I just realized that a lot of it came from me taking on the problems and issues of other people. Um, Not even necessarily saying that I did anything, but when people would come to me with their issues, I made it a heart issue for myself. I made it an emotional issue for myself. Um, There are certain people in my life that when they're going through things, I have a hard time just throwing it to the back burner. Um, But what you have to realize is that you can't allow yourself to take on the emotions, the issues, and the problems of other people um, because it will kill you. It will kill you. It will drain you. And that's another work of Satan as well because when you love people, um, you, in a sense, you're willing to do anything for them. You're willing to take on as much as you can and you're willing to allow people to dump on you with their problems and essentially you don't even realize that you have a problem because you're so busy worried about other people around you you know I did it with um for a long time I did it with my father you know being um or battling drug addiction um and you know it's nothing that you can do to change somebody who is in that kind of battle until there's nothing that you can do. They have to want to change themselves. They have to want to seek that change. And 
you know, I took on those emotions. I took on certain emotions with my mom. You know, I took on certain emotions with my friends. And I just allowed things to manifest in my life that I shouldn't have, you know? And so I really had to stop and I had to think about what I was doing because it was hurting me. And I found myself being depressed about certain things. That's why you have to be so careful with social media. I know a lot of people are building businesses on social media. I was doing that at one point, but it'll hurt you too. It'll hurt you too when you're just sitting there scrolling aimlessly, seeing people thinking that they're thriving. Most people are going through some things behind the scenes, but you know, when you're scrolling and and you're seeing people and they have what you want or you know, they're making strides and you feel like you're not further along. Those are evil negative thoughts that you have to cast down. You are right where you are supposed to be. You are right where God has you. But you will never move or elevate from that place until you start minding your thoughts. It is so important, so important for you to be covenant-minded, word-minded, will-minded, and and focus on God and his love for you. Um, and self-love when you start taking care of your thoughts that's self-love that's self-value I value myself enough to not allow negative thoughts to overtake my mind my heart and my actions and my emotions I value myself enough to get in the word of God to learn what his promises say about me to learn what my covenant says about me to learn what God wants for me I value myself enough to not allow people to dump on me. I value myself enough to not allow people to take advantage of my emotions. I value myself enough to um, lovingly detach from people that may not be feeding, um, feeding me the right thoughts, feeding me the right words, feeding me the right spirit. Um, I value myself. And I realized that in order for me to stop being codependent on other people's problems, um, I also work in a field, social services, where people people are coming at me with problems all day long. Um, but in order for me to stop being codependent, I had to mind my thoughts, and I have to always be covenant-minded. So I hope that this blessed somebody, um, and I hope that this encouraged you to really step back and realize what it is that you're thinking about. Um, realize what it is that you are doing you know realize when you have negative actions realize that you can't change anybody but yourself even if you're married your kids all you can do is pray for people and like I said be covenant minded about it you know as for me in my house we will serve the Lord you have to speak Speak the word of God back to God. That is what gets God to move in your life. When you speak his covenant, when you speak what's in the contract. If it's not in the contract, he ain't moving. So you can cry, you can holler, you can complain, but it ain't in your contract with God. So your complaining, your tears, it's not going, it's not going to move God. It's really not. Not until you become covenant-minded, um, you have to understand that you have to understand that it's important for you to become covenant-minded so that you can move God, so that God can make moves within you, make moves within your life. Um, so I hope that this blessed you. Again, go ahead and read Matthew chapter 12, verses 28. And I think I read down to um, 30. Um, 
it blessed my soul. It blessed my soul, y'all. Um, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. The kingdom of God is inside of you. You have everything that you need. Um, stop allowing Satan to tie up your thoughts and, and destroying everything around you and wreaking havoc in your life. Stop allowing um, other people to wreak havoc in your life and in your thought process and in your emotions. Stop being codependent on other people's problems because a lot of us are. You, it's not selfish to worry about yourself and to walk in self-love. It's not. Self-love is not cutting everybody off and doing it in a, in a negative way. It doesn't have to be that way. It's detaching yourself lovingly and positively from people and from things and from thoughts that are not conducive to the will of God in your life. And trust me, plenty of us have people in our lives that may not be feeding us spiritually the way that they should be. And so it's lovingly detaching from them. That means being able to shut down conversations that you know are not going to play well on your mind. I don't want to hear this. What does your covenant say? That's what you need to start telling people. What does the word of God say about it? <laughs> so I hope this blessed you. Um, it blessed me. It helped me. Um, and yeah, be on the lookout for the next podcast. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.